morning, Patriots, and it's Monday, September 11th, on a day of remembrance for so many that were killed by the hands of the cabal and the hands of evil people in this nation that designed and weaponized a building to create a massive sacrifice to kill many innocents and then launch us into one of the most insidious and destructive wars in the history of humankind. So we're going to have prayers for all of that today, prayers to unhook, prayers to break those chains and bonds, and prayers to free the minds of the many that are truly enslaved by a time and an event which was intended to traumatize a nation and quite literally to keep it, to give away all of its rights, which is exactly what people did, sadly. So... Patriots, before we get going this morning, just real quick, we do live in a pretty critical time and a pretty crazy time, and all of that puts a lot of stress on everybody. So when you take time to sleep, which I actually did last night, fresh minds, fresh bodies, fresh connections with God, make sure that we have you have strong products to sleep with, like my pillow. My pillow truly is one of the best products out there to keep you comfortable while you sleep. That pillow, my pillow 2.0 is incredible. Mike Lindell's an amazing man. As you might know, he was in his recent deposition. The opposing side intentionally released the clip of him getting upset, and they did so to try to defame Mike. All this is the way the cabal always works. Uh, prayers, too, as well for Mike. There's a lot of stress under him. But as a man who's given to this nation, it's pretty incredible. The tens of millions of dollars he's literally written checks for to try to uphold 2020. And so I just say that when you're buying something like that, buying products from a company like that, you're buying and voting with your dollars in a way that truly is protecting liberty. I stand with my pillow and stand with Mike, Mike Lindell. They've just been unbelievably supportive to Patriots. They've made possible Bards Fest 1, thanks to Mike. I truly mean this. So I just I just encourage you to continue to pray for them. The products are fantastic. My endorsement, that, so you know, is far beyond the product. It has to do with the philosophy of a company and a man that has given so much. And so I continue to support that company and encourage you to do the same. They have great products, great things to have. And it's to me, it's much more than that because it's part of something that like I said, there's no better product to give to a liberal than a MyPillow 2.0. Seriously, you're going to love it, and then you're going to hate it, and then you're going to have to awaken and anoint that thing before you give it to them, bless it with the blood of Jesus, and have them sleep on the true reawakening of their soul. That'd be a good one right there. So there you go, MyPillow 2.0. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, and away you go. <laughs> slipper revolution. We did have that slipper revolution. I just read it in chat. It's awesome. We did have the slipper revolution. It was awesome too. Pretty good. Patriots, all sorts of crazy stuff going on, as you know. And I had a really good word last night, which I'm going to include in today's session. I really want you to hear that. But I, I want to start with this piece here. I mean, obviously, we've got the New Mexico governor losing her mind and thinking that she can take away gun rights with an emergency action. We have today, 9-11, we have California voters finally getting angry over the fact that they're supposed to pay for slavery, which they never had to do anything with. California is falling apart and people are beginning to awaken. All of those are good things, and it just seems like we're coming again to a head on all things. But I want you to hear this piece really solid, and I think the perspective is going to echo a lot of what I've been saying here. Here you go. Hi there. Wednesday, August 16th, 2023, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 
Welcome to the Fourth Watch. I need to remind you of a biblical principle that should forever change the landscape of how you pray and how you see the world. God is not moved by your needs. He's moved by your faith. When you pray and you make statements and declarations in prayer, praying for things and praying against things, you need to have complete faith, absent any unbelief. Why? God knows that there's famine. God knows that there's starving children. God knows that people are dying prematurely. God knows that evil is flourishing and good men are doing nothing. God is not moved by these things. He's only moved by people acting in faith. And we need to be people of the book, people of the word, people of contrition, people of repentance. And we need to be people of engagement. So I pray this day that you will rise in your faith, your courage, your installment, wherever God has you placed, and start praying and going to war accordingly. He's not moved by your needs. He's moved by your faith. God bless. Godspeed. Get in the fight. 100%. Absolutely love that. And I think it's really right in line with what I was reading last night in Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, which is part of a, of a, uh, a message and, and what God put on my heart yesterday when I was struggling with this Arizona, New Mexico, I'm sorry, New Mexico governor thing. And it's truly, and I think that word is worth rereading this morning as we get ready to pray. And I think it's a critical one. And so this word that was given, um, hang on just a second as I pull it up, and it was uh, this. It was basically this, and I wrote this to a friend, and I, I think it's uh, important to to really grasp all that God's putting on us here. This morning I woke up almost raged. This was me writing the issue of the New Mexico governor and trying to take away Second Amendment rights via emergency action. I listened to her and the lies and hatred for America were all over her. So I prayed on it, asking Father, frankly, how we were supposed to stand by and not turn actions like this into violent responses to remove an enemy. The answer came quickly and very clearly. You are walking in a period where the enemy is desperate and throwing everything they have at you to break your will and have you doubt in me. You now must lead more than ever with the strength and to stand, speak truth, and not only trust in the authorities I have given to you, but use them as your weapons of war. That was closed out with the the nudge and the importance of reading, not just nudge, it was literally given. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, therefore, since we are surrounded by a, so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which is easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence to the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Hebrews 12, 1-2. That was Amplified Version. Patriots, that's literally the fight. As we begin prayer, we're going to acknowledge somebody's anniversary today, too. It's pretty amazing. Father God, we want to thank you this morning as we come to prayer and just blessed to be here, enjoying truly the rejuvenation of our lives and the starting of each day now with prayer and bended knee in the morning. What a great nudge that was, truly. Even as I drink my six shots of espresso, it's fantastic. Thank you, Father. 
and blessed is the coffee on which we drink that awakens our soul and gets us excited about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we want to begin today with a wonderful, wonderful blessing and an announcement on this day which just really lifts us all. And this is the anniversary of our follower, Lorsk BKJ4. They are celebrating their 46th, 47th wedding anniversary today. And as they celebrate this together, it's commented that her husband and her are filled with love, hope, faithfulness in the future to come. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you for this, the reminder of the durability, the intensity the, of love, the overcoming ability for us in this time to, to have these relationships, remind us of just what marriage is, and also in this, in this time to be able to truly lift up and raise each other up with the understanding that as we are being prepared for the, as for the bride of Christ, it is going to take that strength, that sort of strength that comes from those depths of understanding marriage to un- endure, to be able to carry the weight, to be able to never lose focus on the eyes, on putting our eyes on Jesus. Father, I want to thank you, and I'm just going to share a word this morning that was given as I woke, and I think this will be a center point to our prayers as we've read the word given yesterday, truly to understand in the hour in which we are, that we are being tested and tried by the enemy, and what you are asking us to do is to not take our eyes off of Jesus, to literally sit here in this hour, be bold, speak truth, and to use the authorities given to us as weapons of war, not timidly, but truly with the mightiness of the children of the Most High, but with the wisdom that comes in building truly the sense of a meek warrior who is truly in the passion and pursuit of Jesus in every step and breath. So, Father, we thank you. Just truly are blessed to be in this time, in this place, for such a great time as this, an incredible moment. And, Father, as as we are sitting here now, we're praising Jesus for all the time in which we are, a transitional time. A time now in which we are moving from a place where Christians are seen as those crazy, wild people off to that side, almost a cultish view, so much of that damaged or that image created by the by a destructed pulpit and a, and a marshmallow pew. But Father, it was reminded to me this morning that those in the realms of science that are still trying to walk the edge and not have to accept Christ are struggling now, deeply struggling with the world in which they witness that they're in a place now where they're trying to find new forms of science and reforming their analysis and their research and trying to put the pieces together to understand how this world works. And yet, Father, we are reminded again by the powerful word given yesterday in in Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping away or stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Father, we are in a moment in time now where we are being given the wisdom to rise up, a wisdom to lead and step in as you've shown me this morning in such a critical time for us to stay fixated on the cross. Incredible moment time to keep our eyes on Jesus as things raise up, and we, chant, we are challenged by a world that is unraveling, that all the things known are starting to fall apart, and the truth of knowledge and wisdom rests within the word and our eyes on Christ. So, Father, as we are walking here in this moment, 
our prayers this morning begin with the prayers and blessings for all of those to continue in difficult times, challenging moments, good or bad, whatever your moment is, to never forget that we are truly in the moment now more than ever to keep our eyes on Jesus. And we ask for that just that settling down of the heart and inspiring of the, of, the, of the belief and the heart that we have to continue to keep that pursuit forward with us, even when things get incredibly crazy. With that comes a wisdom, a wisdom of calm, a wisdom of focus, a wisdom of a warrior heart that understands that the storm that you sits before us is the noise and that the true targets of, of this warfare rest behind the clouds and behind the fog. That what we are witnessing now is a time when this enemy is in chaos. They are trying to throw everything they can and angry in many ways in the depths of where they are at God's children. Angry that the that the right the lifting up of the belief in Jesus is coming again, and there's nothing they can do about it. They're throwing stones at us as we sit mightily on the side, eyes on the cross, knowing very well that no weapon forged against us can succeed. We're raising our hands now as we stand here before this time, and we are declaring over this nation, we are declaring together on this morning a healing and a breaking of the bonds of the of the darkness that was built in the 9-11. And on this day, Father, as we are reflecting reflecting truly on the pain and the horror that was executed on this nation, on the innocence of the people with numbers of likely go far beyond the number of 3,000. This was not an act of a bunch of terrorist hoodlums flying planes into a building. This was an act of terror waged by our government and the intelligence agencies to collapse buildings, to use technologies like nanothermite to completely destroy a building to its ground and in so doing sacrifice innocent lives for the benefit of those gaining insurance money for the benefit of the of the cabal to gain a sacrifice and pillar of, of victory over this nation and to set a wave of darkness that came across this land in which people then were in such shock literally gave away their rights as the government stole them through the acts such as the patriot act Father, today, in our prayers, we lift our prayers today. We pray for the healing of those hearts of the families who had their, their members of their families torn away from them. We pray for the truth to percolate up and to finally for the truth to start setting this nation free. Let the bonds of the past be broken. Let the demonic circles that have been built and the covenants that were forged to, in the dark side to be snapped and broken. And may any of the spells that were cast over this nation be, re, be pushed back. We stand here today, Father, with our hands raised as the children of the Most High, declaring our authorities in this most critical hour of our nation to repel this darkness for once and for all, to break the chains from the past that has built and to free this nation and to set its heart free, to heal and to seek you for the glory of all heaven to settle down upon this land. Father, we pray that the space, the spot where 9-11 occurred, truly be filled with the glory of heaven on this day, that all the, all the place around New York, just like a wave comes down through that single tower that's left now and echoes across the streets of New York, a wave of Holy Spirit, a wave of war angels, a wave of healing angels to just flow through New York, to start turning up and, and releasing and cutting free the demonic roots that have been set in since 9-11. And Father, as we pray this today in a mighty name, we, we are praying once again that as this nation is set free, that the truth now begins to surface, that those in denial, not wanting to see the darkness that was settled in on this land, are now having eyes to see. The scales fall and, and their hearts 
ready to receive the truth, which can be so painful at a time. Let the truth not be a sword that cuts, but let us be a sword that frees as we break the chains of those that are binding each and every heart. And may this day be a beginning, a turning of this nation to where as our eyes are lifted to the truth of the horrors of 9-11, the real perpetrators who, who were involved, that we begin to have a settling of our heart of humbleness, of mercy, and of seeking you for the, the healing of the, of the blood rifts that were set, the blood that was cast, and the pain that was put across the entire globe. For those that were involved in this event, for those that knowingly lied to the public, for those that knowingly manipulated for whatever reason, Father, on this day, with the authorities given to us, we declare and, and ask that all of these people, in the name of Jesus, be brought to the courts of heaven for judgment. This is a day now of turning, a day of true justice in heaven. And Father, we pray into this with the absolute fullness of our faith to know that this is the hour in which we must ask for the courts of heaven to intercede, to bring all of these people that were involved in the many capacities and levels of their day to be brought to the courts of heaven to be judged. Judgment is yours, Father. Justice is yours. Our, our place here today is the healing, praying for the healing and restoration of the nation as we set free this nation from the bonds of, a, of an ancient horror and terror, one that occurred many in our own lifetimes that has bound this nation to a dark path. On this day, as we break those chains, we are raising up the power of the Holy Spirit to flood not only New York, but across this entire nation. And let that be touched and felt from coast to coast on every state in every person's heart. In, the, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'll tell you, it's so important that we pray into this and use our authorities and pray without ceasing, pray with the confidence. It's hard at times, and I think I, as I hear from people, and, and um, we're going to do a couple more prayers today, I think it's important that we, we focus in on some breaking of bonds and breaking of chains. And I think this is a, an appropriate day to do just that, as we're reminded truly once again, as the Lord has placed on our heart, the power, the power of our prayers. We are, we are the stewards of this earth. I rebuke any of these comments that come from outside to suggest otherwise. I rebuke my personal statement each day is to rebuke any of the influences that suggest that somehow we as Christians must suffer while others while are in pain. Our role is to carry a weight and a burden in this world, but we are given authorities in this fight that we must use and lean into. The walk is not easy. The attacks are real. We have to stay armored up and focused up. But truly, truly, we have to lift this up in prayer and do the great work that God intends us to do in this hour. Now, Patriots, there's a couple other prayers I'm going to ask that we join me in today as, we, as we're going to focus our show today truly and this program this morning truly on the, the rebuking of evil. One quick note, and I, I don't believe I'm going to have any shows tonight. Just a heads up. No Bards FM or, or Fishers of Men. Um, I'm traveling this afternoon, and it's I'm trying to get the trip rolling. I've gotten a little bit behind right now. So I'm not going to be leaving until later today, uh, not as early as I wanted. I'm going to just get on the road and get going, and then shows will resume tomorrow, uh, which I think is a much healthier thing and keeps me focused on driving for the next few hours or 24 hours or whatever I'm doing. So that's just a heads up on that. Okay. Patriots, I have a close friend and um, this is a family matter. 
and this is, I'm going to keep names anonymous. This is a friend who's um, father-in-law and is in Europe and in Eastern Europe, in fact, and his wife, um, obviously her father has, um, has fallen and he's, uh, he's suffering from, uh, alcoholism and he's has a lot of problems lately. He's been drinking a lot and, um, he's caught himself in quite a mess, uh, recently. And this is something that spans a history of his life. And so, I'm going to ask that we join today in prayers to break this bond of the demonic that has taken chains of him to help set him free as she is now preparing to fly to meet him and to give counsel to him as his daughter. And so please join me um, in these prayers. So Father God, you know who I'm speaking of today and and such an, an amazing man and in, in what he's given to this nation. And today I'm just asking for a blessing of and a prayer uh, for this, for he and his wife, who are now dealing with some difficulties um, with their with their relative, her uh, her father and his father-in-law. A heart truly for Jesus, and trying and he's tried to seek the healing of her dad. Father, you put in my heart that there's a there's a part here that's very important. It's a reconnection of a link of of the daughter coming back together to heal a wound. And Father, so we're praying that as uh, his daughter returns, that she brings the, the key to unlock his healing, and may that healing be deeper than ever before. We're praying with for the confidence to know that as she walks with Jesus, that all things are possible through you, that the, in the name of Christ is spoken, that the healing shall begin. And so, Father, in, in support of this today, we're placing a hedge of protection around the Father and the family uh, as a whole. And we're focusing now on the Father to break the chains of the past, these chains of the past are binds that continue to hold and continue to pull back and keep somebody down using the most vicious tool, one of the most vicious tools the enemy has. Um, and that is truly a place of alcoholism that continues to open portals for demons to flow. So, Father, as we pray here this morning, we're breaking the bonds of the demonic. We're casting them out. We're placing and rebuking them truly in the mightiness of what it is. And Father, in this, we're asking Jesus if you can just make yourself present and known to console, to break down the shields and bonds that are in the heart that are resisting that and the inability to look deep within. And so, Father, we're asking as well, and Jesus, in your name, we're asking that this uh, the desire of addiction be broken, that there be no more desire at all for the, for the addiction and drinking of alcohol anymore. And that with this, there's going to be a great accountability, one that's difficult, one that will need the presence of his daughter to be there and, into, and to bless them both to have a union of strength that will lift up a heart and heal it and in so doing set him free in the name of Jesus. Father, bless this family, bless this father for all the struggles he've gone through. This is an hour and a time that we're asking for the intercession of truly the angels of heaven to set down and to lay their hands upon him and Jesus to place your hands there to raise this body up in the body of Christ and to unite truly with the love of the daughter and the father in such a powerful way to break down those bonds, cast out those demons and let him speak the words Jesus in his life. Let the miracle begin and let the glory of heaven shine down and let the glory of, of, of salvation fill his heart and, and kindle a healing in this family unlike anything imagined before. In Christ Jesus' name, amen.
And Patriots, we have one other prayer request for this morning, and this comes from uh, this comes from Caroline or Christine. I'm sorry, Christine in Ohio, where they are um, they are now in the process of fighting against. This is Eaton Township, and I believe they were on the. Sh- I think this is the Christine that was on the show talking about the war that they're waging against the the companies that are trying to use their township as a dumping ground for toxic waste. They have been continuing to wage a spiritual war, and they're winning. But now they have a new hearing today on this Monday to continue the discussion tonight at 7 p.m. to truly to see if the company Ross Environmental is going to be allowed to set up their toxic processing plant to deal with the toxic waste and other things that the the Ohio government governor is trying to use to build out a tech industry and to dispose of the horrors of East Palestine and do so in, in a toxic way. This is classic evil to, to offer environmental disposal while they're polluting the atmosphere and trying to steal land. So, Father, we're placing a hedge of protection around Eaton Township And we're simply praying today that any of the events and any of the work by Ross Environmental are rebuked, that they're gagged, and truly any efforts that they go forward are are just stopped in their tracks. This is a time, Father, when we need true healing of the land, not healing of the land by virtue of burning and creating more toxic waste and disposing of it in the ground and then hiding it only to try to perpetuate more toxic industries of the time. So, Father, we raise our hands today and in, in, the, in the authorities given to us in the name of Jesus, we establish a, a protective boundary and a hedge of protection around the township of Eaton. We pray, pray that there will be tremendous healing in this land. And furthermore, the efforts of Ross Environmental, as we know very well, these companies pivot and they move. They keep trying to keep like movers on a board. You can't keep track of them, that this will be a shackle on them, that they will not be able to pivot from this. Their expansion, their operations will not be able to be expanded. And furthermore, that there will be an exposure of the true agendas behind this to reveal this not only to the local communities there, but to raise this up as a national issue to truly see what's at stake here, what's at play, the darkness that's in movement here. So Father, we we pray all these things with the authorities given to us praying into this as, as a true sense of reclaiming this land for kingdom, to raise up Christine and, and her cohort to as they fight against this, to embolden them, to give them the strength and all the, and the power that they need in each of their steps as they continue to hold the line in face of this mighty evil. Bless them, guide them, raise them up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, that's a pretty action-packed Monday morning. I'll tell you right now, we got some Holy Spirit rolling today. So, all right, Patriots, this is a good day. So keep your prayers up. Um, I, and I do want to restress this word because I said it in prayer, but I didn't get a chance to really articulate it before prayer. And this is what we'll close with today. I woke up this morning, so I found, just did my normal prayers, led to look at a couple of pieces, one of which I played here just a bit ago. And... I also listened to a piece of a researcher that was looking at the world we're currently in, and this is where God nudged the, nudged the word that I shared in prayer. And he was articulating all the different lines of effort and, and the rabbit holes that he was going down to try to put in context what this world was doing. And as he was sharing this, he, he shared a research piece that talked about how, and believe me, this is not stuff I enjoy listening to because I find a lot of this sort of 
discussion of these kind of endless rabbit holes to to research to try to find the world's meaning. I find them completely irritating. I'll be very honest. But I God nudged me to listen to this. So I listened to it. And I endured it. And within it, he showed me why. There was a research piece that this research was sharing, researcher was sharing that the mind and the heart are not actually separate, but they work together to come to the wisdom and reason. And as he said that, I said, Father, but you've shown us this already. We know this in our walk in faith. This is not new to us. Why would this be something new in science? And he says, my son, he said, let me, let me show you. And, I, and I'm summating, putting in summation a, a very intense amount of information that was placed before me. He says, everything is falling apart in this world. The science that people have been taught is a lie. And now they're struggling. But they're also struggling with needing to accept that the true wisdom sits within the walk in Jesus. And he shows me, he says, that the, the brand of Christianity has been deeply tainted. It's been done so intentionally by a corrupted pulpit that has turned Christianity either into obedience of word and no life or has turned it into a stage show of people dancing around and praying for healing and, and calling for craziness, all for the views and all for the money revenue. He said, I'm raising up now the true body of Christ, the true body of Christ. We don't need to scream louder to have me produce a miracle. We don't need to dance around on a stage and do some antics or lift up snakes or whatever we do for me to do a miracle. What I need is your eyes and the understanding that of an absolute faith in your heart. I said, all right, Father, I see that. He says, and what's pivoting, he says, is that we are coming to a time now where those that have been pushed aside, my children who have sat there boldly and walked in faith, You'll be continuing to walk in that place of the true power of the Holy Spirit. You are going to become the wisdom of the world. Those that used to lead the cult of science is now falling. And there's going to be many that are scrambling to try to hang on to a meaning in their world. Have patience. Reach to them. Lead them. And understand that I'm also working on their heart. Don't judge them, but help them find their way to a balance. Because the two together can be powerful. But without the understanding of faith, all they are doing is getting data. And we need to raise them up to come together as one body in Christ. So that's the word for today, a truly powerful word. And it's for me this morning to wake up with. And um, I'm just blessed to be able to share it. So Patriots, hope you have a very blessed day. No shows tonight. Stress that again. I'll put that up on Telegram. And um, so if you get that out for me, that would be great. And then we'll resume everything, hopefully, as normal tomorrow as I travel across the country to get to where I need to be. So have a blessed 9-11. Keep your prayers up for this nation. Let us break those bonds and chains that were forged in the darkest hour and set us into a place of also creating so many scars across the world. This is a day to heal, a day to transform from pain to glory in heaven. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and have a beautiful day. Out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.